Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hey everybody, this is Studio C41 and I'm Bill Manning and I'm here for a very special episode uh, where we are going to be interviewing a return guest, but we're going to be talking about something a little bit different than what we have talked about last time. Uh, I have here uh, Marwan L. Mozayan. We have talked with him in the past uh, about Photo Classic International, which also, guys, uh, if you have not checked them out, check them out. It's an amazing magazine. I have one here on my desk. I absolutely love reading through it uh so um yes that is a plug um so go check them out um i will put the link in our uh show notes so but uh marwin you are here to talk about something a little bit different uh this time so how are you doing man hello bill thank you that we have the chance to talk um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well um well it's about um the situation at Tetanau, which is a german manufacturer um of uh, photochemicals and photo paper mm-hmm. and the oldest companies in the business they started 171 years ago um and since then they are in that uh, business with very very special products and uh, and and even some products they only produce like the e6 three bath process very cool. So, um, Tenmal has been around for a while. Uh, I mean, I have used their uh, E6 kits. Uh, they even have a, a C41 kit that we've used, and they work fantastic. Um, yes. So we've we've touched base. I kind of already know what is is kind of going down with uh, Tenmal. You want to fill me in on that? Well, um, in fact, um, just. Just till the Photokina, everything was fine. Um, even they made an interview uh, at the Photokina with the Camera Rescue. Maybe you know them. They mm-hmm. just did an interview about that with uh, Petra Roll was there. And she was telling that everything's going fine. And the sales were going up. And we talked also with a lot of suppliers. And they just told us, you know, E6, we it goes rocket high. Uh, <laughs> all the other chemicals too. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the, the sales were good. Um, the problem was that they are in different fields. Also, um, they also support digital printing and um, other stuff, which is uh, not only photochemicals. Mm-hmm. And we can't talk about the details about it because there's still judicial things going on. Sure. But um, yeah, something went wrong. Not with the photo business mm-hmm. <laughs> or with analog business, but um, in fact, that brought them in trouble. And so they had to um, um, announce insolvency. Oh, man. They did that very early. And this is the first time in 170 years that that happened to them, mm-hmm. uh, which is really strange. So maybe you don't know, maybe in the United States, you know, that Chapter 11 thing, which was with uh, with Kodak. Um, it's very similar in Germany, the process. Mm-hmm. Um so at the moment, lawyers are running the company, mm-hmm. but even the machines are running, everything is working. So they didn't cease production. Sure. Um, so everything is available. So it's not that we say, okay, Tetla collapsed or went bankrupt, mm-hmm. but um, the situation is a complicated and um, yeah, a bit worrying mm-hmm. on the on one side. Um, that's why we said, okay, we have to inform the community uh, because there are so many products you're using and sometimes you don't even know 
that you're using 10 mile products because it's manufactured in their factory. Sure. Now, uh, when, when you mentioned that um, it's had a whole bunch of problems now, were these issues that just kind of crept up or was this just something that just was a tidal wave and it was quick and, you know, nobody saw this coming? Yeah, it was exactly one of these uh, these points. You know, mm-hmm. uh, nowadays uh, it happens that you have two or three suppliers. They don't deliver. You paid them already. Oh. Um, you can't you can't uh, deliver to your customers. Your customers claim their money back, and oh, wow. or you don't get money, and then you get in trouble. Um, yeah. So just two or three things come together. Mm-hmm. One of these, and uh, yeah. Uh, that wasn't a problem uh, 20 or 30 years ago because sure. banks could help you in that moment. But nowadays, also banks are very difficult to get loans for yeah. that time. And wow. um, yeah, some companies don't announce that uh, on the right time. They just wait. And, but Tatenal immediately announced that, that they were in, uh, in trouble. And um, what happened was that... Um, there uh, normally when you are getting into that insolvency process in germany mm-hmm. you get a new management a governmental management who's going to run the company uh-huh, interest okay. wise they didn't get that uh, because they said really? okay the situation is that good you claimed it you just search yourself for a solution and that's the good thing about it wow. at the moment wow well uh, it, it's good that um it wasn't something that was catastrophic because I cannot imagine uh, and the realization how fragile things are still, um, mm-hmm. e- even though we are still seeing this huge uptick um, in, in the growth of uh, film photography. But I mean, it's a two part solution because um, you, we can shoot all this film, but you know, as we can see with, for example, like Kodachrome, if you don't have the chemicals to develop it, then you just have a whole bunch of celluloid with latent images exactly. and you can't do anything exactly. with them. So- exactly. And even even if we say, um, that's a very important point, and even if we say that, look, okay, let them disappear from the market and we're going to found something new, it's not so easy because no. um, if you don't have the knowledge, you have to get the people again, you have to mm-hmm. get the machines, which is not easy to get nowadays. And then we have, especially here in Europe, and I'm sure in the United States it's the same thing, mm-hmm. you have all these certification processes for right. all the chemicals which you have to get from different places in the world you have to import them just just these processes to get them certified costs a hell of a lot of money and it's also a you need an army of 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 secretaries to do the bureaucratic process um um, and that's one of the problems also which we have to face if a company like that disappears no you bring up a very valid point and i think uh a great case example would be uh what doc caps is dealing with right now in uh, pack film. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he has been focused on this for three years now since it was announced uh, middle beginning of 2016. And um, I find it very interesting to see how he has been developing this, recruiting people that have no uh, knowledge mm-hmm. and all this. So I find it very interesting that um, we we do we can see the effects of if tetanol were to go completely under that um the infrastructure would take so long something i i don't even think like for example kodak would be even able to go hey we need to step in at that point so i i think this 
particular thing is is huge. So tetanol, I think, is um, not many people realize that it's a tiered process. I mean, tetanol is, you know, a producer of raw materials, essentially, or making converting raw materials into chemicals that help process yes. film. So exactly. Um, yes. So we don't really give it much thought, and I have never really given much thought as far as uh, how fragile that is. It's it's insane. So we have this um, situation where now they're going through a restructure, I guess, is an equivalent for uh, like Kodak. Um, what is the next step? I, I guess what is Tetanol doing at this point? Well, it was very, very dramatic. Suddenly, I mm -hmm. received a call um, uh, a few weeks ago uh, from a company I haven't heard of ever. It's from Austria. They are just specialized in, in, in consult. Uh, they are consultants and um, they are doing reorganizations of different companies. Mm -hmm. They worked car industry. Uh, they worked for the electronic industry all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, and um, in fact, uh, they know how to do these things. And they invested, Tate and I'll invested a lot of money to get these guys there. Mm -hmm. um, and they contacted us from Photo Classic because they said, okay, we need, we need also people from the community to tell us where to go. Mm -hmm. Because the 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 knowledge and the um, and and um, well all the patents Tetanol has in 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 the field of photochemicals is so outstanding. Mm -hmm. um, it is definitely one thing to start with again, um, and uh, to see where can we improve things. Maybe we can adapt things to the market that is more um, efficient nowadays. Um, mm -hmm. And that is how we started. And we had two weeks ago in Hamburg. Tinal is located in Hamburg. Mm -hmm. We had um, um, a, a first workshop about that with some selected um, people from Tetanal, from the uh, research and development, from the production, from the marketing, um, together with other people from museums, because mm -hmm. unbelievable, a lot of museums need all of their stuff um, really? uh, to document things. Um, you know, when you have, let's say, uh, an archive and you have to photograph these things, mm. uh, to put them in an archive um, and to store them. So, all these people from different places were there too, and to discuss how can we find a solution for Tetanal. And well, a lot of interesting ideas started. Mm -hmm. We will go on next Monday, um, and um, we'll have a second meeting, and uh, after that, a third meeting, um, and to see how we can put this into action, um, and uh, so that we can have an action plan within the next six weeks. So, so that at the beginning wow. of the year, um, Tate and I can come out with a total new uh, structure and total new ideas and, mm -hmm. well, total new approach to the market. Very cool. And so, um, and I think you kind of touched on it uh, briefly earlier. So I, I guess um, – Tentanol had reached out to you because of um, your connection into the uh, film community. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, perfect. So, uh, yep. so um, I guess what is Tentanol needing from the film community? Uh, I guess, in a sense, what can we do to help? Well, first of all, um, uh, uh, what uh, we have seen is that um, the, especially the analog 
community um, is buying more and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, before it was like Tetanol was mainly a B2B company. Mm-hmm. Um, they were selling to bigger companies and that was their main market. Mm-hmm. For example, um, especially for film developing uh, labs in huge amounts. But mm-hmm. the especially the smaller market like the amateurs and um, analog photographers is now growing and Mm -hmm. it's one of the pillars the entire building is built on so um, uh, definitely the the community with those who are shooting slide film c41 or black and white is more interesting for them Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, it is definitely that they are targeting and that was one of the things in that uh, workshop where we just found out it definitely makes sense to concentrate more on the needs of us analog photographers uh, mm-hmm. who say, I have a lab at home or um, I have a small student apartment. I can't have a big um, um, a, a big dark room. Uh, so sure. I need something to support some smaller chemical to um, portions to support my lab box, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is one of the things we would love to ask the community to see what are your ideas? What are your needs? Mm-hmm. What do you love to do in the future? Um, or what kind of products are you missing, for example? Sure. So, yeah. um, how do we um, how do we uh, go about you know reaching out to Tetanol or I mean I- I'm sure they have eyes on the social media aspect, but do they have a Twitter, Instagram, or any of those things that we can uh, oh, that's, yeah, mention yeah, them on? And that is- that is one of the problems. Um, they do have a Facebook account. Mm-hmm. Um, they do also Instagram. Mm. Um, but uh, because you see, they are—they were definitely more focused on research and development and selling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They never went so much into that social media right. thing. Yeah, no, that makes so sense. Yeah, that and that would be something like we could meet on Facebook groups. We could meet on Instagram and see. Um, just contact us, for example, give mm-hmm. us ideas, and uh, we would forward them to Tetanal. Um, that would be one of the points. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that is a really great idea to kind of source crowd ideas. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think one of the most difficult things out of all that is determining something that the market wants versus something that the market will buy. So it will be very interesting to see yep. how – Tetanol will respond to those kinds of ideas because, I mean, there's, I mean, a lot of things that uh, have taken place in the past that are not done. And I know uh, there was one thing that you had mentioned that Tetanol was interested in possibly bringing back, which I thought was kind of interesting. What is that? Well, um, you know, in the past, um, I mean, the, the good thing about it is that uh, if we talk about, for example, a product like Labbox, mm-hmm. um, this was definitely um, not really invented or a new invention. It was um, a redesign of an already existing thing like called, uh, it was called the Aqua Rodinax from the 1920s or 30s. Mm-hmm. It was a daylight developing tank. Now, a lot of products existed in the past and disappeared because nobody wanted them anymore because of digital revolution. They just sure. seeded it away. Um, now, um, uh, Tetanol has uh, a huge collection of uh, uh, chemical recipes, uh, which they just could bring back. We mm-hmm. could start a limited edition. There were, for example, developers ca- called Neofin Red, 
um, they have special, they were a bit old style. We say, okay, the community would like to tr to, to play with it or try it. Uh, we just make a limited edition of that. Mm -hmm. So we can do this. On the other side, there were also other products which were very practical. Of like, for example, um, um, uh, effervescent tablets uh, in C41. Mm -hmm. These were like Alka-Seltzer. You had these tablets. <laughs> it was press kit um and sports photographers they use that in the in, in the in the stadium mm -hmm. and and between the in, in the in the breaks they just developed their films and they just needed oh, a bit of water okay into, into water and then suddenly started to foam and then you had already your solution um <laughs> interesting Tid and, and i could do that for color and for black and white cameras wow. Um, and but the only reason why it's not produced anymore in 2000, nobody needed it anymore because people started to shoot digital. Sure. Um, so these things could be brought back if the community wants it. And um, nowadays you are traveling, mm -hmm. put your tablets in your bag and fly with it wherever you are and just use it on on place. These are ideas developed. We mm -hmm. developed um, um, during that workshop. Or we just brought back the idea and uh, theoretically they could start tomorrow to produce it because they have the facilities to do it. They have the machines. They have the the patents for everything and really? the, the know-how. It's everything. Everything is there, including, including the chemists who are able to do it. And um, yeah, so I think that's a great thing. And um, uh, so from my side... Uh, we should not lose that opportunity. No, absolutely. No, I think this is, uh, you know, with with every kind of tragedy, I would say in this particular case, initially has kind of, um, I want to say in a way worked out in a benefit. This is me trying to find a silver lining in all this is now it kind of positions uh, Tetanol into exploring some things that management may not have been able to even make a decision on um, mm -hmm. uh, or may not even entertain the idea. And um, yes. I, I kind of joked around um, on previous episodes, and this is my idea, I guess, where my dissatisfaction with um, uh, with E6 coming back is that we have no really great way of printing um, mm -hmm. uh, E6. So scanning is eh, okay. No worries. You know, you can do it on a light table or, you know, drum scan it. But, you know, the, where you really saw it was, you know, uh, being printed in a dark room, um, yeah. onto Cibachrome. Now that's another yeah. thing. Cause that was all, you know, Cibachrome became Ilphachrome. So that's a bit of a, you know, interesting area. Well, all well, that would be we, we discussed also that thing, mm -hmm. but um, all the chemists told us, well, everything which is on the emulsion side, Tid and I can't do, or they don't have the uh, uh, they don't have. Uh, okay. But wh yeah. when we're talking about the chemical side, yeah. um, that's exactly their their thing. Theoretically, uh, all kind of chemical processes, right. you know, could be done there. Um, right. So there are there are. Definitely, um, and they have also the guys who worked on it. Um, yeah. In the past, they also manufactured for all the big names uh, mm -hmm. in Europe. So if you take Kodak, Ilford, or whatever, um, mm -hmm. material came from Tetanol. For example, the ECN2 process, which is used for motion picture film, yeah. till today comes from Tetanol. It goes ah. all over the world and is used for the um, uh, motion picture uh, motion picture uh, films. Fascinating. I did not, I did not know that. Um, 
that's really cool. I I think that um when this go this podcast episode goes out, um I think a lot of ideas will will start flowing because um source crowding is is one of the biggest things. And I think something that would be rather interesting um and I don't even know and I know everybody's going say Kodachrome, say Kodachrome, say Kodachrome. <laughs> so I, I'm, yeah. Uh, for those that are probably screaming into their, uh, into their headphones or their speakers right now, um, the Kodachrome process. Um, yeah, it's a complicated chemical process, and um, I, it's not just chemicals. Um, it's also you know the the film had to be reagented, um, and for those that don't know, it re-exposed mm-hmm. to light during the development mm-hmm. process. Um, mm-hmm. Is that something that you guys would be able to entertain the idea of that? Well, well, we, we, to be honest, we just made some jokes about Kodachrome because we just, <laughs> we noticed that, that, that Kodachrome, especially when Ektachrome was brought back, everybody said, oh, Kodachrome has to come back too. <laughs> uh, and I think this will be, even if, if analog photography will be there in the next 200 years, people will talk about Kodachrome. Sure. <laughs> That's definitely something. I I don't. You see, I I don't want to go that far because um, I'm sure, especially when we're talking about the K14 process. Yeah. Think to, to to mix the chemicals, that would be that would be possible. I'm sure it's possible to do it. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, but on the other hand, now the question is, where do you get the film? You know. So right. Um, that's, yeah. That's, you, well, you have a limited. Well, everything is expired. I mean. You know, yeah. the, the film has not been made in almost uh, a decade. Exactly. So yeah. um, so anybody that would be developing it would be developing film that's incredibly old. Now, I find it very interesting. Uh, a name that keeps popping up whenever Kodachrome is uh, mentioned is a gentleman named uh, Kelly Shane Fuller. So it'll be interesting to see if that's even something you guys might even be able to entertain. Well, it could be. It's definitely possible that uh, theoretically possible to synthesize uh, the 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 process itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just have to have the formula, sure. and um, these guys can do that in their um, in their in their plant. Um, the question is, sometimes you need ingredients which are not available anymore, sure. and that's one of the big problems. Um, especially different uh, color developers. Uh, for example, CD1, CD2, and all these things, mm-hmm. they are not available. and uh, or, or it's very difficult to get them because they are poisoning or whatever. So for environmental reasons, you can't get it on the market. Right, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. these, are, these are very, very difficult problems which could be discussed um, theoretically. But um, we're just talking about really what is possible. And there is so much possible. A lot of products were were just not produced anymore because there was no demand. Right. But now with that growing community in analog, uh, in the analog um, world, uh, people love to experiment. And uh, that is one of the things where we'd say, okay, um, look, that were old products. We can bring them back. Yeah. Right. And that is, that's easy to do. Very cool. Well, um, so I guess for people that are interested in their ideas, and I mean, there's a Kickstarter that comes up just about every single week with a new idea, a new um, solution to a problem. Um, and that's just a sign of a healthy market that is growing for, um, for the folks. Um, and we'll kind of reiterate this 
if they're interested in reaching out and possibly sending their idea to somebody like uh, over to Tentanol, uh, how do we mm-hmm. uh, get in touch with uh, with you, Marwin? Well, first of all, you can can contact us from Photo Classic. That's not a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. We just forward it directly to them. But you also can contact Tetanol directly. Um, oh, cool. They are they they are open for different for different possibilities, and they will discuss that with you. So uh, at the moment, they are searching for their customer, and they'd love to 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 be part of the new developments uh, mm-hmm. because that is what they see is their future market. Interesting. And it's not necessarily just a um, business to business model, but uh, Tentanol is also interested in looking at it as a business to consumer model, correct? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. That's what, what's, what's happening more and more. We have, for example, the Photo Classic Academy, uh, and mm-hmm. we are doing workshops directly supported by Tetanol where we do E6 for home use, where we do mm. black and white printing uh, uh, on fiber paper, on Tetanol fiber paper or okay. on Tetanol multigrade paper. We do all these things um, with our with our students then. And, and it's very, very interesting. Fascinating. Well, um, you know, we, we kind of jumped onto the microphone really quick and we didn't have uh, much time to uh, to plan an episode out. And um, And I think this is, um, great for us to talk about, and uh, and I think there is a sense of urgency in putting this episode out. Exactly. Is there anything uh, in this interview that uh, I have not asked that you really would like to kind of get out there as well? Well, um, I think it's very important that people know about the situation, and mm-hmm. uh, there is definitely a risk that we could lose something uh, we can't bring back easily. That is one of the most important messages. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to panic. That's also panic. Very good the point. Yes. Um, we have, everything is available. And that's also important to say. Um, and I, I say it again, everything is working. Nobody got fired at Tetanal. Everybody's working. Everybody mm-hmm. is really they are re- working hard to get that problem solved and fixed. Um, Orders are coming in. The the all the customers are buying. It's just, it's just, uh, it's so there, there's no reason to panic. But sure. uh, we have to be aware that uh, it could change from one moment sure. to the other because uh, the finance are not there. Sure. No. And no, I think it's um, important that people also realize that while film is on the uptick for motion picture for stills that it is still incredibly fragile because um, with the downsizing of film over the past nearly 20 years, um, you know, there's only a very small handful of companies within that ecosystem. And if one falls apart, then, you know, it's like a stack of dominoes and it can come down hard and very quick. So that's a very good point. However, I also want to take this opportunity and use the hashtag, hashtag stay calm and shoot film. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, maybe you guys could also add now hashtag Tetanol Darkroom Experts because that's their Instagram account. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag uh, Tetanol Darkroom Experts. You know, um, I think we should uh, come up with a hashtag uh, for Tetanol, maybe a hashtag save Tetanol. 
Maybe. I don't know. Well, why not? Why not? Sure. That would be a cool idea. Yeah. All right. So uh, so I know there was a hashtag save back film. So we'll we'll go ahead and do hashtag save tetanol. So we'll we'll go ahead and uh, I'll put that out there. So, well, uh, oh. Marwin, thank you for uh, reaching out to me. I think this is uh, an amazing opportunity for tetanol, um, e- even though that these are very dire times for them. Um, but yeah. I think uh, the film community has stepped in and helped in, helped out individuals and small companies and Kickstarters. I, I don't see any reason why um, this uh, community cannot help out Tetanol. I mean, we've, they've provided products for us. We've made so much film from them um, over the past 170 years that they've been in business. So, um thank you very much and uh you know what guys uh that is going to be it for this episode but until then shoot some film dang it 